Welcome to a highlight episode of the Free Chapel Podcast, where we feature some of our favorite message moments. You look with me in Psalms 137. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yes, we wept when we remembered Zion. Here's what I want you to focus on. We hung our harps up in the willows in the midst of it. For there were those who carried us away captive, ask of us a song. And those who plundered us requested mirth, saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. Verse four, how shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? The King James says, how shall we sing the Lord's song in a, in a strange land? But what touched me about this story is we have a picture of some people who had a wonderful life in Jerusalem and wonderful worship, and they played their harps, and they had a choir that would sing in the temple, and people would shout and praise God in the temple. But now circumstances had changed, and they were taken into Babylonian captivity. They were about to enter across the river. They would go and be enslaved for many years, and they knew it. And the Bible said in desperation, uh, there's my saxophone and I love to play it. It's a part of my life. It's a, it's a very big part of my life for, since I was 12 years old and I picked it up for the first time. But I can't imagine anything so bad happening in my life that I would say, I'm never going to pick that instrument up again. I'm never going to play it again. I've been so hurt. I've been so devastated. I'm so defeated that I've lost my song, I've lost my music, I've lost my worship, and I'm going to hang that instrument of worship up in the willow tree, which is a sign of weeping and sorrow because of what's happened in my life, and I'll never sing again, and I'll never play again, and I'll never worship again with joy the Lord. But that's what had happened to these people. The primary um, instru instrumental uh, instrument or musical instrument that they had was the harp. And they said, we're putting our harps. We'll never sing again. Circumstances have changed. And this is so important. When conditions change, that's when the enemy whispers, hang it up. When things change from very positive and very delightful to total uncertainty and and, and, and mystery and where is God and why would he allow this to happen and why doesn't he do something? That's when the enemy comes and says, just hang it up, just give up, just, just throw in the towel and you'll never sing again. You'll never be happy again. You'll never, you'll never play that song again. And this is, this is the point that these people had reached. I want to remind you today that worship is not just something we do. Worship is a weapon. The devil's desire is to make us more defensive than offensive. Lucifer was the archangel of worship. He was over heaven's worship. And he knows more about worship than any of us, including me. He knows that if he can defeat us, individually or as a church or as a people, the only way that he can do that is to first defeat us in the arena of worship. Satan knows that your worship is a weapon and he wants you to get so discouraged that you lose your song, 
You lose the heart of worship. You lose your love for God. When I think about how that the most potent weapon that we have in our offensive operation against Satan's power is worship. No wonder the devil wants you to acquiesce and hang your worship up in a willow tree and get defeated and say, there's nothing to sing for anymore. There's nothing to be joyful for anymore. I can't even expect a good future because of what I've gone through. When I read this verse, I was reminded of first Peter chapter two and verse nine. We are a chosen generation. These times are not surprising God. He knew they would come on us and we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. Things haven't changed because our circumstances has changed. God still sees us as a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation to show forth the praises of him that has called us out of darkness into this marvelous light. Notice that the scripture said we're priests and the word priest is a means bridge builder. God says, I want some bridge builders to build the bridge of worship from earth to heaven so that all that the kingdom of heaven has can come rolling over that bridge. Satan was the worship leader in heaven, but he was cast out because of rebellion and pride and he broke the, the bridge of worship. And therefore, the only way that you build the bridge from heaven to earth and all that the kingdom has can flood into your life and roll over that bridge from one world to another world is over the bridge of worship. It's so important because Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's close enough to be touched, but you can never get from the visible to the invisible until you build the bridge of worship. It's how you access the kingdom of heaven. When we begin to worship, we invade the devil's territory. When we begin to worship like Aaron did, he took a censer and when a plague broke out in Israel, the Bible said he ran and stood between the living and the dead and he would swing that censer and those incense would burn up and the Bible said the plague stopped. Psalm 68 in verse one says, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. When you begin to praise God, and then it, the next part says, and our, king, our God has gone up with a shout. The way that God gets aroused, the way that God will rise up in your defense is when you begin to praise him, he inhabits the praise. And notice when God arises, the enemy starts running. Two things happened when we begin to praise the Lord. God rises and the enemy runs. He runs from the worship of God's people. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow us to listen to new episodes, rewinds, and highlights of the free chapel podcast.